Hello and welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host Christina. We are back for another episode of Southland Season 1, Episode 6. This actually was the penultimate episode, but I feel as if it wasn't set up as a penultimate episode. I feel back in the day, they used to give you so many episodes that you can premiere your show and then they would decide if they're going to pick it up. And that is why we have such shorter seasons the first two seasons because i think season two is just yeah six episodes and then three four and five we have the traditional 10. so i i don't feel it's a penultimate planned episode and thus i'm not judging it as much on that merit but it was still a good episode of television i gave it an 8.7 out of 10. Uh, was written the story by Ann Biederman, the teleplay by Angela Amato, Velez, and Dee Johnson, directed by Nelson McCormick. This episode opened up the personal demons of what it means to be a police officer or detective, while also exploring some story arcs that we have been uh, sidelined a little bit the last two episodes. The Janila arc is back, and... Uh, we also get a little bit more from Ben in his own personal life that it's despite where he comes from it's very messy so the episode begins with a home invasion where a group of criminals break into a home I will say the whole clear glass or transparent glass uh homes that they have is not I would never ever when you're changing at night people can see you you know i walk around my house occasionally naked i don't i wouldn't feel comfortable with the idea like aesthetically they look awesome they're definitely great to film <laughs> for television but they are not a good choice in the real world just displaying all your shit asking to be robbed give me your fucking money I do give the dad a lot of credit because he saw his baby girl in trouble and instead of putting his hands up or calling the police, he ran straight into the damn <laughs> glass, broke through it, and still was like, not my baby. <laughs> um, so the gang just tie them up. This is the first time in which things have turned violently, but not so violent that it's a homicide. Uh, both Lydia and russell are dealing with their personal lives lydia got her uh got her her what do you want to say salad tossed by nate even though he looked very very uncomfortable at the idea that she was going to work and she left him a nice little message later on like just telling you i'm thinking about you you know how you turn on that sexy girl voice when you're trying to be all cute with him which russell notices he's having issues with his wife she came in the room saw that he was writing instead of asking what are you writing about she's like so i'm thinking about going to the doctor for in vitro again he's like we just paid we haven't even paid off the last rounds and we keep trying and it's unfortunately not successful she's like you're just in love with that bitch that teacher lady we haven't even seen him and her at all so we know that she's like he did genuinely go there because he wants to invest in his writing and <laughs> she 
tells him to leave. <laughs> after he said, after she asked, what are you going to trade me in for a younger model? He's like, bitch, are you just going to put all this shit on your blog? Because that's what you do all day. <laughs> and then she tells him to go. So he goes to Lydia's house. They're both assigned on their day off to this particular case, which Lydia is not happy about and tells her boss her boss is like look they got the chief of police over for dinner so they yes get their crime settled a lot quicker than the people in south central who don't feel safe either you gotta deal with it (laughs) so they're working the case they have to go store to store to try to figure out how the the people are getting the jewelry moved so to speak they're melting it down so on and so forth there's a thousand jewelers all around so they have to go one by one and investigate try to get information as much as they can i am going to stick with their arc for the most part because we have several other arcs to go through uh but following through they they had that moment where she's in the car she's like why do you always drive (laughs) why do you pick up the keys he's like you drive yeah but not all week he's like you want me to pull over no (laughs) i've always been a fan of their partnership i just think they have a really great chemistry and dynamic uh even when he's kicked out he goes over to her house and he's all like can i have a beer but i already took it out of your fridge And she's like, you know, you need to go home and apologize because you know you ain't been acting right lately. And he's like, yeah, well, it's over. I'm going to go stay in a friend of mine's guest house. And we thought he was going to go home at the I really thought he was going to go home at the end and take her advice. Like, yeah, I'm being petty. But he really went to the guest house. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm done with this. And I would be too, to be quite frank. But i'm sure this is just a bump in their relationship they need some space because we heard the the um psychologist say in the beginning that this job pretty much affects your personal relationships your marital relationships there's loneliness there's addiction sexual and drug addiction these are all of the things you're gonna have to deal with i think ben is dealing with loneliness uh we had a very brief moment of cheeky in this episode where her partner dewey is calling in sick um and then we have why why can't i with names every time i'm with names i'm like i know all these people john that's his name he's dealing with addiction finishing up with lydia and russell they are called to another robbery gone wrong because they are uh doing the robberies while people at home like a whole group of people that's so ridiculous that's a little bit but that's how it usually works right people begin to escalate their game first there's no homicides and in this particular case a man goes up to check on his children and he hears whispers yells hey i don't know about you but if i hear someone in my home and there's a whole bunch of people downstairs I'm going to tiptoe my ass back downstairs and say, call the police. (laughs) I'm not trying to be a goddamn hero because that's exactly what happens. Heroes get shot. And that's what happened to this man. Unfortunately, he got shot. So he's dead. And now they really 
want these people caught including including the police captain she's like lady you said you wanted a homicide <laughs> now you got two because then there's another one eight blocks away and lo and behold it's the the jewelry owner owner that they had questioned earlier who was more than happy to give up her receipts turns out she had a cocaine problem and probably was selling out her customers well was selling out her customers to supply that to this uh trio gang in a white van that was stupid enough to go through an open garage with a security camera and didn't even put on fake tags you're so dumb you are really dumb for real talk about greedy but they did bring up the disparity between the races once again how the white neighborhoods get press precedence when things are going on in their hood versus you know the actual hood <laughs> you know what was this 24 to 48 hours they caught these motherfuckers <laughs> they they brought out the helicopter and everything to catch them but the resources and the overtime is not given to other homicide victims of you know black or brown minorities so it's sad and you see the value also you know this lady downstairs she's like oh yeah he just replaced my wedding band that's already 50 million dollars all blood diamonds mind you i already made a point of yeah i'm not getting any diamonds because they might be conflict diamonds and yeah i know a friend told me that you can get some that are certifiably not but i'd just rather not i'd rather not get me something else besides a diamond an emerald is fine what am i talking about it doesn't feel as if marriage is in the cards for me <laughs> i'm not saying that in a pessimistic way i'm saying that in a it's one of those things that some women just have this whole idea of i'm gonna go down the aisle i'm gonna plan my day. it's not even close to appealing me <laughs> if i do have a wedding it's gonna be the most underwhelming thing ever like yeah that's not that's not in my feather cap of top 10 dreams at the moment (laughs) england's up there though ireland jamaica all the things i'm trying to do this summer well going to do this summer not trying um we also got some interaction between lydia russell and nate and the other boy whose name i always forget all the time too <laughs> maybe because and you know it's so weird because i know his name is sam hosty sean hosty one or the other i've seen him in so much so when i every time i see him in this show i'm just like why is he so chunky because he, he's never yeah it is sean Holtzy. he's never usually this chunky in anything and i feel like they did that on purpose sammy that's his name there's so many names in this show i will say that much (laughs) sometimes can get very difficult to keep up with all of them but it was nice to see that they had a nice working relationship because their situation involves janilla she is up to testify to the prosecutor's team and she's there with her grandma they are still living out of a suitcase and they're not telling the grandmother 
the the name of the gang that is after her granddaughter and even the prosecutor is like uh shouldn't you do that but sam is like you either want them to testify or you want them to have the truth because apparently we can't put her in protective custody because that's not something we offer so all day they spend with her they then go out to get something to eat nate pays for it and then there is a drive-by where they tried to shoot Janilla and ended up shooting her grandmother outside the courthouse grandmother's gonna be okay however Janila is now gonna need to go into foster care sammy refuses to put her in the system and decides that she's gonna come and live with him and kimmy uh is it kimmy tammy always remember or forget the name of these two people uh but sammy and tammy tammy's doing what she does she's going around taking photos of people comes across the loft automatically wants to buy it and he's like girl go to the window look outside and tell me what you see congratulations you played yourself he does drag the shit out of her all the time like uh it's messy with my creativity your creativity bitch i don't care about your creativity (laughs) they are so horrible for each other she's just absolutely useless but he is what he is um so he brings janella home why are the women always chopping vegetables in this show but she's not too happy she's like i'm an outcast in this neighborhood i can't imagine how she's gonna feel so later on in the episode they do tell lydia about the situation and she's like yeah if you ever need me to take her just call and he's like you're the best and you are the best lydia i think that pretty much wraps up that particular story arc as well as what the other detectives were doing there was one scene with sal he is facebook stalking his teenage daughter kimmy by catfishing her but not catfishing catfishing her like pretending to be some other man he's pretending to be someone her age sammy tells him this is not right and sal tells him until you have a teenage daughter shut the fuck up (laughs) and he's not wrong but yes sal is i don't know i don't know their situation i kind of want to say no this is terrible i would never impersonate someone to get on my daughter's facebook page because i would just grab the phone and be like give me your page i'm about to look at it (laughs) so uh, he's he's got the right mindset like yeah don't tell me i can't stalk my my children's social media of course i'm gonna stalk this social media or at least glance at it as some shit but maybe he could you know or maybe this is how things how desperate things have gotten that's that's why i said i don't know the full situation seems like kimmy be out there in them streets and he might need to get a little desperate to figure out what the fuck she's doing so (laughs) i kind of sort of don't blame him uh what else do we have in the story arc oh yeah the cops so ben and ben and john have a huge bit on their side of the relationship of the episode that was a weird sentence to say they first come to the crime scene ben is (laughs) put in charge of not making sure anyone comes in or out he runs into daisy who he used to know because she was a friend of a girl that he used to date 
and no longer dates and clearly had a crush on her she had a crush on him and things get a little personal and at the end of the episode they get sexual which is never a great thing because you're not supposed to get involved with the victim and she's not talking about the fact that she was tied up traumatized as well and she might be trying to feel safe by being with an officer of the law as well and that's that's where it can get tricky he then busts uh john going through the medicine cabinet he's sweating he looks i mean he looks like he is suffering from some withdrawal symptoms or he got the flu one or the other and he's like yeah you want to talk about my problems let's talk about your problems because something's up and he admits yeah i have a back problem if i go to the doctor i'm gonna get flagged i don't want to be desked i'm dealing with it don't worry about it this is after when ben goes to his mother's home (laughs) i love uh john's comic is it too late to be adopted and he gets in he finds his mother and his father smoking a joint and he can't believe that his mother is letting this man who ruined her life back in her life and he ends up punching him john comes in to stop the whole domestic situation from unfolding further and uh (laughs) later on ben gets a visit from his father saying you gotta let it go kid don't fucking call me a kid he's like look i have a situation going on with my liver it's busted so i'm dying and i don't want you to regret all this resentment you have he's like yeah i'm shutting the door now (laughs) he then goes back to his mom who is a little dingy because she keeps leaving her door open acting like the world is a safe place especially after what happened to her you would think that she would not but uh she pretty is much like look um me and your father are getting back together don't worry about that it's <laughs> just live your life don't close all the doors and she's he's like fuck it then i'm gonna go fuck a victim <laughs> everyone's not following the rules oh at least there are some rules that you you have to have a safety outlet on uh so yeah that's what his situation is and then john notice that he keeps going to a gay bar i don't think it's really been put out there in concrete evidence but this is the second actually third time we've seen him show up at a gay bar he then goes into the restroom makes a drug deal someone comes in after him and offers him uh cocaine and says you want to get high he said i'm not risking my ninety thousand dollars a year what the fuck ninety thousand shit no one <laughs> and my pension uh when you put it like that yeah no nah, i don't want to be benched <laughs> i don't think that's why he wants to be benched i think he's just that's his life but shit he then pours the beer onto his cocaine and tells him i will make your life a, a living hell if you think to ever do that shit again he then calls his ex-wife and she tells him no i can't do it anymore they're cracking down and i'm not about to lose my job he then calls his drug dealer but he doesn't want to leave a message apparently uh either my thing is i think he's asking for more than what's available and at the end of the episode the same guy looks over sees him goes into the bathroom again he goes into the bathroom and he's like i'm sorry 
about the first time i should have known you weren't a cokehead pharmaceuticals is your deal he has exactly what he needs he gives him the money tells him to fuck off but he's like look if you want to fuck as well i'm just gonna slide past you and let you know that's on the table (laughs) with them pills but he feels a little disgusted at the fact that this is how low he has come but he's in a lot of pain and it's becoming worse especially when he's in the middle of chases that chasing was awesome i know i didn't mention it but yeah they were stupid they went to right to the grandma's address where the vehicle was registered <laughs> and they got the shit they stole the safe and they sitting in the fucking dr- in the driveway with the van open in the safe right there and then they look over like oh shit 5-0 (laughs) it was nice to see Lydia in the middle of a chase scene as well but yeah Ben be doing the most out there with them back problems and it's only going to cause you more pain he even has a back brace he's trying to handle it but he's not handling it very well it seems as if it's a problem but now it's becoming even more so of a problem oh i forgot the part where lydia goes to nate's house and she's like what's up stranger he's like look so i talked to my pastor (laughs) and you lied about being a cop and a relationship can't start based on a lie she's like so you knew that before you fucked me like get the fuck out of here did you tell your pastor that uh uh he just didn't he wanted what he wanted but at the same time he knew he was not cool with the fact that she was a police officer but he didn't want to let it show a piece of dirt and that pretty much i believe sums up the episode (laughs) awkward uh dinner at sammy and tammy's house with janilla like what is this shit and why does it have no flavor I got beans, creams, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rice, raw, raw, beans, creams, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, rabbit. Look, we just cook different. We cook very different. We put that thing called soul in what we cooking and seasonings. And y'all be putting that little one sprinkle of salt like that shit's supposed to do something. <laughs> Ain't got no hot sauce nowhere my daughter literally tastes a little bottle of hot sauce with her whenever she goes to see her dad or her grandparents she's like they don't have any so i need to bring my own (laughs) otherwise this shit is not palatable no feedback this week uh but if you want to send for our next episode blackercouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and blacker magic